Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome in, everybody. Episode 141 of the Dunmarks Podcast. It's your boys <laughs> at Dunmarks Pod. Your favorite Saturday brunch bunch back at it again. The Fantastic Four. Once again, excuse them. Pause. Um, Donald, Jason, you're welcome for last week, even though it was not planned. Um, <laughs> yeah. Holiday Monday, we figured, hey, what the hell? <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. Shout out to you guys. Chris, Chris was out of town last week. I, um, I have been, uh, I've been dealing with a lot of stuff outside of of the pod. Um, so uh, again, I appreciate you guys. Um, I know I threw you into curveball, um, so I do apologize for that. But um, you handled um, business last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I rewatched the show, Jason. You know, besides the affirmations for affirmations, <laughs> I held it down. Tremendous. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything less. So, um, thank you guys very much. Um, and it was never brought up. Yeah, um, pro exactly. We brought um, up collision. Yeah, we did. Jason said he was watching it, and he said he'll fill me in on Monday, which he did. <laughs> Pro was doing big things this week. Did you guys see Pro out there doing big things? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I immediately hopped on Twitter and grabbed the biggest pot stir I could find and just tagged <laughs> Taquan. said, hey, Taquan, what you Thanks, think about Nate. this? <laughs> so, no, shout out, pro! Congrats, do your thing, man. Uh, happy for you. Keep keep grinding, keep doing it. Um, you know, but just remember, you know, we we elevate, we rate. You know, high tides raise all ships. So you know, we're gonna ride your wave a little bit, and um, you know, we'll, we'll elevate each other along the way. Keep the rivalry uh, going. That's right, absolutely right. Guys, um, already late. Guys, yeah. late. Something must have happened. Um, what a ridiculously crazy week in pro wrestling um we got forbidden door tomorrow night obviously um as the the title for the show says so we're gonna run through things um break it down mount rushmore jabroni of the week all the shits and giggles that normally come along with this podcast so without further ado, anybody got anything from the week that they want to touch on before we dive in? Because there's a lot to cover this week. No. <laughs> <laughs> At first, all I saw was Taquan's mom, and I thought, here we go. <laughs> Way better than what I was expecting. Kicking it off, kicking it off. Well, just a long week, just ready to jump into things. All right, so how we how we want to do this? We want we want to run through Mount Rushmore real quick because I think I think double the Forbidden Door got a lot to go into, right? There's there's a lot there, um, and I think we can kind of touch on if you have. Does anybody have a, a Mount Rushmore Jabroni of the week from AEW that would lead into a Forbidden Door match or topic? I have the, I have them for something, but I don't think it'll lead into a match. We might have the same jabroni. <laughs> it won't lead into a match. So now, my jabroni is about AEW. So, I mean, my jabroni is about AEW too. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Sorry, bro. Well, fuck it. Sorry, bro. Let's start off with negativity this week, and then we'll pick back up with some positive. Yes. Jabroni of the week, right? I literally I wrote this down in my notes just because. <laughs> you can't leave yet, bro. You can't leave. Yet. Yeah. So sorry, but for you guys who can't see, we're laughing at a comment that we definitely can't put up. <laughs> yeah, definitely can't put up. But Taquan, that that makes up for your your lackluster uh, of performance with the lead with the Luigi Primo references. So you're back on track officially now. Um, my my jabroni of the week, and you guys can maybe saddle off this um, pause, but it was the everything in the kitchen sink episode of Dynamite. <laughs> There was so much goddamn stuff on Dynamite. There was. You had Forbidden Door. You had Rampage. You had Collision. You had the Owen Hart tournament matches announced. You had the Blind Eliminator tag team balls being rolled in the back with RJ City and Tony Schiavone being announced. Like, what the <laughs> are we doing? That scene made no sense. We're going we're gonna to roll the balls in the background, but we're just not going to talk about it. Exactly. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Like, there, there's a point where, like, information overload becomes a factor and I checked out and as much as I wanted to get the hype and the enjoyment for fit and door because I knew that coming into this Wednesday they were going to announce a- additional matches just mm-hmm. based off of where the car was at so that was to be expected but you gave me I, I couldn't I couldn't process it all I could not process it all and it took it took away from the show itself <laughs> for me it felt like a two-hour episode of rampage not an episode of dynamite <laughs> Rampage and Dynamite feel the same with me nowadays. So, <laughs> it gets no pass for me. But yeah, it it there, there was too much. It was like a variety show. Mm-hmm. It was. Now, it was just it was just so many things. I couldn't keep straight what was what and when what things were happening. Like you have you have dynamite the stories on dynamite then you have the stories leading into rampage and then you have the stories leading into collision then you have the stories leading into forbidden door and then you have stories or match announcements for tournaments that are going on that are going to carry over six weeks across canada and you have this blind eliminator tag team tournament that came out of seemingly nowhere for a number one contendership for the tag team titles when you haven't focused on your tag team division and how long, and that was supposed to be yes. your biggest spotlight when the company started. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a so as, much as, I, as much as I enjoyed, you know, some of the, the in-ring stuff and, and, and all that, and some of the matches that were announced for <laughs> forbidden door, I just thought it, it was way too much. Like it, completely took me out to the point where I did not watch Rampage last night. I needed I a break. Either. I watched a little bit of Rampage. I got through it in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I uh, it I don't know how, like, if you would have just did Forbidden Door, cool. Yes. you. It would have came fine. Like, 
that's your big show. That's the big event of the weekend. That's what the anticipation was built for. Like, you had the big names come in, you know, live. You had, it was just like, uh, and because I was feeling so overwhelmed and I didn't watch Rampage last night, I missed Sonata coming out in the face to face with Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, certain things that I wanted to see, I didn't see. I'm going to tune in the collision tonight only for the sheer fact that I want to watch Tanahashi and Swerve go at it. So, Speaking of collision, it feels like a whole other show compared to compared to uh, Dynamite. Like Dynamite, so, collision felt slower, felt like time to breathe, and it was just like space, like you know, space between stuff. You know, like or Dynamite, you said they just throw everything in the kitchen sink. Collision felt like a normal watchable show that you can just enjoy straight through. Now I know, um, what's his face? I want to say Will Washington, and I may be having the name wrong. Uh, I'm blanking right now. But the recent addition to the creative team, I think it was Will Washington. Somebody fact check me on that, please, on Twitter. <laughs> I I know you guys will, will catch me up if I have the name wrong. But anyways, like. <clears throat> I feel like Collision was I feel like Collision was being told through a different lens than the Tony Khan lens. Like Dynamite was still booked very much as Tony Khan. Collision felt separate. It felt booked different. It felt like it was being ran by different people. Will Washington. Yeah, okay. So it felt like it was mm-hmm. it was being led by different people. Now I don't know if Will was brought in to handle collision or how they're divvying up the duties. I'm sure Tony's involved <laughs> with all the shows, sure. but at the same time, like it really was a, a fresh breath of air last week, looking at collision from the stage, the you know, the screens, the trons, the entrances, like <laughs> Um, so I hope that I, I hope that continues because if that continues, then that's going to want to make me tune in each and every single Saturday. Mm-hmm. Maybe not live, but at least tune in on the DVR and watch it afterwards, <clears throat> or get caught up on Sunday while I'm doing you know the normal BS around the house. Um, so yeah, like I enjoyed the 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 break as far as presentation, format, story, etc., etc., etc. But you just doing too much for too much sake on Wednesday. Like that that was way it was and pro, I know you were there live. So AEW, I talked about this the last time I went to the live event. AEW live is completely different than on TV. When you're there live at the show, it is one of the most enjoyable shows to go to live. It really is. Like attention, you're you're involved the entire show and People are excited, you know, chants, et cetera, et cetera. It's just sometimes on TV, the way that they do it, it is not a good television product to watch versus a live product. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. But, you know, it is definitely different. <clears throat> but I just feel like there's a significant difference between live AEW and TV AEW. Where WWE, you're you're kind of more on the same 
same scale. It's almost balanced out between live versus TV. Where AEW, it's drastically different. AEW to me is like watching a hockey game. When you, when you're watching a hockey game on TV versus live in the arena, it's two totally different vibes. I can agree with that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> yeah, but it is what it is. They got through it. Um, they did, to say the least. So, so you brought up, you know, how the show felt like everything in the kitchen sink. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pinpoint a specific match that felt like everything in the kitchen sink, and that was that concession stand shit show. And they need to end this storyline because this yeah. is just not entertaining at all. And honestly, it just felt like, you know, I know they've done some of it on Rampage. I was like, keep this shit to Rampage. This does not need to be on Dynamite to be a main focus. And that that was just, that was terrible to watch on one side. <laughs> I mean, was it the best part of pro wrestling? No, but did I, did it have its moments? Yeah. I wish, I wish Satnam Singh would have been dressed up just in like the most obvious spot and like hiding in plain sight, but he's a seven foot seven giant. So Another one in all black like, and. I thought that would have been like I thought that would have been hilarious to see him like throughout the match, just different spots, just have him pop up because they had you know Papa Briscoe hiding as the timekeeper and so on and so forth. So like they did some some things with that, but just yeah, having Satnam Singh as like a Where's Waldo throughout that match would have been hilarious. I think we should went up because it's like uh look at this shit on AEW right now. <laughs> That's why I went up, bro. <laughs> Hey, if it's something that people enjoyed, cool. We talk about on here constantly. Wrestling, there's something out there for everybody. So you enjoy what you want to enjoy. But that for me, Wednesday night was not something that I enjoyed. Yeah. That was going to be mine until I I remembered uh, Wardlow lost the title on Collision. (laughs) There's my response. I I forget who I replied to on Twitter, but you want to talk about. I was going to say submarining somebody's career, but that's not a good reference yeah, right no, now, no. given no. what's happened. Um, but just the awful tank job of Wardlow over the last year and a half. Um, you know, last June, he was the hottest guy in the industry. This June, he's he's just not really another guy. And nobody cares. He doesn't know. Just another guy. And I don't know how I don't know how you rebuild him after two short TNT t- to me. The TNT title is like the 24-7 title in WWE. It's becoming it absolutely way. nothing. Orange Cassidy mm-hmm. has elevated the, the All Atlantic mm-hmm. International across seven oceans and continents title, whatever yeah. they're naming it this week. The TBS title Jade had forever is relevant. Statlanders, you know, had her couple defenses. You know, even the ROH, I mean, you you have, you know, Tony Khan because Triple H gave new belts to people. Tony Khan had to give a new belt to Samoa Joe on ROH um, to keep that, you know, comparison streak going. But, um, yeah, that ET title just is not relevant at all. No. For how strong it was there for so long, it's just completely fallen off. Like I was more invested in the TNT title during Miro's run than the heavyweight title. Yeah. Yes. Very true. <clears throat> and even though we hated it, there was more talk about during Sammy's run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I, there's no quick fix to this. Warlock got to go away. 
you gotta take some time off. There's no do a movie or something because there's no quick fix to this. Grow his hair back. <laughs> that was the missing Popeye spinach. He ain't had a man bun. Yeah. That's yeah. why he lost yeah. the title. That was the power. That was the power. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really like the finish to that either. Like, you mean to tell me a, just a, a camera shot to the head is going to take out Warlow when we've seen him just overcome no. everything? That powerhouse Hobbs has to offer, and you mean to tell me Christian Cage with a camera is going to put him down for the count? That's it. Now, as much as I hate Christian, that was funny. That was entertaining. Him jumping, he's been tremendous. Like he won the belt. Yeah, yeah. Christian, Christian, from a character standpoint in 2023, is as entertaining as Christian has ever been. He's consistent. The heel mock, the heel mock turtleneck Mm -hmm. is fantastic, right? (laughs) Like the fact that you're wrestling in a turtleneck in 2023 is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Taking all the glory, running around like like you're Rudy Rudiger. Um, just made, you know, like oh, I'm not gonna ever say anything bad about Christian's character work because he's as long as he keeps doing that, I'm okay best with it. Uh, yeah. At all times, I'm we'll okay. see what he has to say tonight about he has some announcement to make about the TNT title tonight. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see what that we'll see he what happens there first. <laughs> what just, like, what if he just what if he just says that he's the the TNT champion and he wears the belt around his waist, but Luchasaurus wrestles all the matches. Pull the million dollar man. <laughs> yeah, he's my pinch. I'm a pinch wrestler. <laughs> yeah, he's bringing the righty. I'm bringing in Luchasaurus for every match. So yeah, we'll put <laughs> So yeah, um. Anything else, Jabroni, of the week-wise? Because I, uh, we, 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 my Jabroni is uh, still the drama with Punk and all that stuff. It's so annoying. It foreshadows so much stuff with AEW. It's unbelievable. It is. It is. Am I telling no lies? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't TK just let him do anything. I mean, Punk Hogan out Hogan Hogan. So. Whatever. So whatever happens to AEW, it's on TK's fault. So he let the cat out the bag. He let the genie out the bottle. Whatever. Never did I thought we'd get a Denver the last dinosaur reference on this podcast, but I am so glad that we did. You want to talk about a forgotten cartoon growing up? Denver the last dinosaur is highly underrated. And one of the yes, best cartoons ever. I still know the theme song. Yes, they had to get had a good theme song. I don't remember the theme song. I don't remember. Oh, you got bonus points, so that even if you don't, even if you don't get a Luigi Primo reference in next week, that Denver the Last Dinosaur comment yep. just carries you over. over. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, Donna, what were you saying about the oh the punk with the yeah. Punk. His promo absolutely nothing to me. I think we I think we like the 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 blend of real life with pro wrestling. That's kind of where you hit your sweet spot mm-hmm. to a point, right? Like you look back like Edge and Edge Hardy Lita, like that's real life, but it blended yeah. into pro mm-hmm. wrestling and it worked. Shawn Michaels Brett, real life, blended into pro wrestling, it worked. You had um Kurt Angle and Jeff Jarrett, real life, blending into pro wrestling, and it worked. This shit ain't working. <laughs> shoot work hate love like it's not working and 
Somebody put on on Twitter before CM Punk came back and it said the one word to describe CM Punk and I tweeted back problematic. Because he's literally been a problem his entire career. Good, bad, or indifferent. So, like, if we're doing a, a, a WCW, you know, what killed night what killed WCW? If we're if we're looking back at this 10, 20, 30 years from now, what killed AEW? Probably gonna be CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I don't understand is like you get the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega constantly come out and say, We want to move on from this, we don't want to talk about it anymore, yada yada yada. And then the first promo punk does, you know, he comes out and has to mention the bucks in there. You know, it's just like and that's where I blame TK for it too. Yeah, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna move TK, fast from this, we so gotta move wait, fast allegedly from nope, allegedly that was punk going that was punk doing what punk does and going into business for himself and not getting it cleared and nobody was aware of it, just like him talking about hangman in the ESPN article or the yeah, the SI yeah. article, whatever article, but like Yo, it, you knew what you was getting. But I don't even know what to believe anymore because there's so many different variations out there. This is yeah. more convoluted than the multiverse. <laughs> you have no idea what's real, what's not, who's being fed what, what lies are being told. You know, Andrade supposedly hates punk, and then they're posing for pictures afterwards, collision and tweeting out, like, ah, gotcha. Like, what like I, 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 this is worse than the seventh grade girls. In junior high school. <laughs> like move, I, I want to move on. I'm over this. Like yeah. we just move on. Either you're gonna do business or you're not gonna do business. And then you didn't have Omega, you know, the Young Bucks and Omega aren't on collision. And then you had Punk on Dynamite this week, so you couldn't the punks and Omega weren't on there or hangman. So but then you're all gonna be on the pay-per-view together. So it's just like, why are we gonna separate you guys if we're going to put you together at some point. And that that you only know, get to pop in Chicago. Well, that that would be that that was the alleged reasoning as to why he was on Dynamite and and that because of it being Chicago. Um yeah. <clears throat> and to me, if you're doing Forbidden Door and you're having CM Punk on the card, the only match that is relevant for CM Punk to be on the card is Kenta. Him facing Kojima in an Owen Hart tournament match, semifinal, quarterfinal, final four, whatever the hell round they're on for this tournament. I don't care. I don't. So if you're not going to do business and, and give the fans the, the fantasy match that, that they've been wanting for years, whether it's Kenta's fault, Punk's fault, whoever's fault it is, a combination of both, I don't care. You're not gonna, you're gonna, have, you're gonna have CM Punk win to Owen Hart. Looking at that tournament, that's the only logical thing on there. Yeah. He'll put over Hobbs. He likes Hobbs. Hobbs will win it. It'll be that'll be Hobbs's. Uh, Juneteenth present for losing the TNT title to Wardlow. <laughs> That'll be his platform to take off back to the TNT title. Not the main title. Back to the TNT title. That'll be an appendix in the book of Hobbs. <laughs> Footnote. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
I don't see that happening. We'll see. All right, enough with the negativity. Let's get into some positive stuff. All right, before we run through Forbidden Door. Mount Rushmore of the week. My Mount Rushmore is a little bit different, so I don't want to go last because I don't want to make it seem like I just go last to make it all about me. Um, but I think it it'll be a decent way to segue in based off of what my Mount Rushmore is this week. So who wants to um, kick it off? Mount Rushmore. I thought you were going first. I'm sitting there listening. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. I meant segue into the breakdown of Forbidden Door. My bad. That's that's poor hosting on my part. I was off. I was off last week. That's my bad. My bad. Not on my. Okay. Um, my bad. Uh, the triple threat tag team match on NXT for number one contendership. Briggs Jensen, Elfonte Blade, and uh, Walker Leisure. That match had no reason to be that good. That match was amazing. Best match of the whole week for me. I don't care what anybody say. They surprised me. The way, yes. They, they, they like, I I agree with you from a, from a match standpoint. When it was announced, it's like, all right, let's just move this along. It's but no, they, they had my attention, and and I was hook, line, and seeker that whole match. That was so entertaining, and I don't care about Gallus at all. So I definitely want if one day and Blade to win because Gallus is like watching paint dry. I agree with you there. I I don't see it. I, I agree. I mean, I don't see I don't see it, but I wanted that. <clears throat> but yeah, that match was amazing. All right. Donald always sliding in the surprises for for Mount Rushmore the week because I did not have that. Even though I enjoyed it, like I did not have that on my radar. Had it on mine either. Yeah, it's been a lot of NXT from Donald with Mount Rushmore too. That's the only whole program I watch. So, (laughs) all right. Good, good, Jason. I'm gonna go with this version of Finn right now. I'm enjoying it. Yo, the fact that he is showing up everywhere Seth Rollins is at and stomping a mud hole in his ass is the best part of this version of Finn. Like, just continue to do it. Like, yeah. yeah. Non-stop. Even, even if he loses, I still want him to continue to show up and just beat Seth Rollins' ass everywhere he shows up. At. When he jumped out the bleachers at NXT, I was like, God damn. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> What was it with uh, what was it with AJ Styles? Uh, show up and beat up John Cena. Show up and beat no. up Seth Rollins. We are past that. Even if he loses, I want to see them just continue this feud for a little bit because this is this is years in the making. See, this is this is making me want to see Finn win that match more. True. Like this 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 is making me the story they're telling the seven years of pent up frustration and aggression and. The you know I've sat with this and it has simmered and has eaten me and taken me to NXT twice and everything else and yet I come back after being arguably one of the best NXT champs of all time and I still don't get my shot and now I see you become world the first ever world heavyweight champion again mm-hmm. like if you put the belt on Finn you can carry momentum more. Because Seth doesn't – he's not impacted by a short title reign. Mm-hmm. 
and you've built you've built a couple weeks of storyline to make it seem that Finn can win because the ribs are damaged, he's hurt, he's injured. He just went through a war with Braun Breaker. And people were crowning Braun like, oh, Braun's arrived, Braun's here. Like he's in the ring with Seth freaking Rollins, who's arguably top yeah. five. Yeah. yeah. So we he's talked about you know high tides raises all ships. Braun definitely elevated his game in that match and showed up for sure. Yeah. But you gotta look at the dance partner. Let's not just all put that yeah. on Braun. Oh, for sure. But I mean, you have the story built in to where if Finn wins, there's a legitimate reason as to why Seth has a short title reign. And then he goes away, people forget about the entrance song, you change up the theme music, and then you come back and we can move on with life. Oh, yeah, Finn definitely said on site. There's no doubt about it. On site. Yeah. <laughs> on site. <clears throat> like I want to I want to see him follow Seth to 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 the coffee shop. I want to see him go to the CrossFit training center. I want to see like everywhere Seth is at, I want Finn just stomping him out. We, we need a WWE exclusive. <laughs> Running with his head on the stroller. In the stroller and stomping him out. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, have Finn pick up the baby and stomp Seth. Go uh go 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 Waller and uh Waller and Gargano. <laughs> Beat him in front of his house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now Finn Finn's definitely yeah. yeah. And I yeah, I don't want it to lead towards like a breakup with Judgment Day. No. And we we'll, no, we'll touch on yet. this we'll touch on this next week when we break down Money in the Bank. I don't want to get into it now because we have Forbidden Door and in, in that. So um but yeah, a little little Keep a little seed planted for next week because um got something to, to discuss about Judgment Day and where they're headed based off of what can potentially happen at Money in a Bank next week in London. So um all right, so Finn, we got Finn showing up on Raw and NXT just whooping Seth's ass. <laughs> Triple threat match from NXT from Donald. Chris, where you at? Because you've been oh. steadily in AEW, and I don't know if you got – you're positive and negative from AEW this week. <laughs> I don't. I don't this week. I'm actually off the record this week. I'm, <laughs> I'm giving uh, giving some credit to us. We hit a milestone today, boys. Today is our overall 200th episode. Look at us. So, so I'm putting us on the Mount Rushmore for the week. Okay. Yeah, buddy. 200 <laughs> episodes. Didn't even know about it. No confetti, no balloons, no nothing because... Why would we ever bring that up in pre-production and say, oh, hey, guys, guess what? <laughs> From the person who said that we have to go over it. Where's the uh, yeah. streamer guy at? <laughs> yeah, where's streamer guy at? I need some confetti. I need the little the little Dollar Tree, you know, pops that you pull the string, but nothing comes out because they're from the Dollar Tree. Like, give me some of those duds, like the, like the deathmatch explosion in AEW. Although they made up for it in the video game. I saw that going around Twitter yeah. this week. Jeez, oh, oh, man. <laughs> Wow, shout out us 200 episode. Congrats, yeah. boys. Well done. Well done. That means you didn't watch no wrestling this week. Yeah, right? that's his. Yeah. <laughs> I watched SmackDown. I watched AEW this week. That's it. He took, he took Jason's PowerPoint presentation and just said, yep. <laughs> this week. I saw, I saw that it was 200. I was like, well, that beats anything that I watched this week. So. <laughs> 
Because, like I said, it was dynamite, and we all we already talked about what dynamite was going to be. Bro, that's that's not fair. You can't say that we're not going to enjoy Forbidden Door. <laughs> that's, that's that's totally just jumping to your assumption, Matt. As far as us not, you know, liking the product that's going to be put on pay per view tomorrow night. I like all the wrestlers. That's for sure. Yeah. We'll get now. There are some matches on this card as we get through it to where I'm like, Yeah, don't need it on the card. Why Mm -hmm. is it on the card? Get it off the list. Oh, oh, yeah. But there's definitely a few that I'm really looking forward to. But yeah, I'm I I have legitimate hype going into this show much more than last year's show because of how many people were injured, you know. So (sighs) yeah, don't just don't don't just jump to the conclusions, bro. That's not right. Man, this dude has one show in the big time, and he's just he's bush league. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta knock us down a peg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, two hundred episode. Congrats, guys. Oh yeah. By the way, you guys suck. You might as well not even talk about Forbidden Door. Focus on playing the thing. Thanks for thanks, bro. Thanks for thanks for ruining the show. Self esteem. Appreciate you. <laughs> All funny games, bro. All funny. Games. Nothing but love. Nothing but love. Mm-hmm. If we weren't making fun of you or, or or putting out comments out there back and forth, then we definitely don't like you. So um, take it take it as is you know the shots being fired is is kindness and, and love, bro. Okay. All right. My Mount Rushmore this week is strictly promos. And there were several promos throughout the week that I thought stood out the best for various reasons as far as talents making the most time on the stick and getting over, no matter if it's a short one, long one, et cetera, right? So Monday night, L.A. night. I mean, there's nothing There's nothing you cannot say about that man on the stick. You know, comes out, calls Ricochet and Nakamura as worthless as basketball cleats, which is just hilarious. <laughs> I immediately had an image in my mind. Basketball cleats, what that even look like? And yeah, that would be totally useless. Like, what <laughs> on? And then pulling out the folded up piece of paper in the back and telling Logan, Logan Paul, I drew yourself a little map. Okay. You follow the map, X marks the spot where you can stick those bottles of prime. Like just tremendous stuff. It felt rock-esque, which mm-hmm. the rock was a huge influence on LA Night. He's talked about it in interviews he did. Mm-hmm. If you go back and listen to he was on Stone Cold's before it was like broken sessions, broken sessions, but he did one with Stone Cold and talked about the influence that Stone Cold, The Rock, um, and I forget who else, who three main people, but as far as like his promo style, what he looks to do when he has the microphone, et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, so yeah, LA night, by all means, knocked it out of the park Monday night and last night. Yes, like, he did. The man came out and got a pop last night. <laughs> He and out, drove Ray's head to the ground. He out baby faced Ray Mysterio working as a heel. <laughs> I, I, I've never seen that before. <laughs> like, I've never seen a baby face get less cheers than the heel who's beating him up in the ring. And last night it was that case. Like, just tremendous stuff. You shouldn't even had a uh, thing in that Phantasm in that spot. Just stay in the back. 
Yeah, stay in the back. Just let it. Got, let it got on the back. Yeah, there's no point for him even be out there. <laughs> now, sidebar, real quick, before I touch on the other promos from this week, um, LA Knight gave an interview and they referenced it on SmackDown last night with the Daily Mail, and he was talking about various things. But one of the things that he brought up was when he got called up and was put into the role as the manager for the male models, they put him in that role because of his age. Because he was 40. Mm-hmm. So wait, wait, wait. LA Knight's 40? 40, and that's too old, so we're going to call him up and put him in as a manager. But yet you got everybody else in their mother <laughs> in their early 40s, mid-40s, late 40s, being I figured cause they're, primetime guys in, in major spots. I figured because they're already established. I think that was part of it, too. It's just getting his start at 40 is where they saw, for whatever reason, that was their red flag, for whatever reason. Well, we know whose red flag it was. Yeah. Because as soon as he was gone, the, the character went away, and we got L.A. Knight, who's gotten over in five months from absolute crickets his first time out to now being one of the, the most cheered, loudest pops in the night, regardless mm-hmm. of who's in the arena. So Who follow? Yeah, the fans follow all of his cadence. Yeah, all of his cadence, right? All of it. So, L.A. night, Monday night promo, home run. Even though it was like a minute long, doesn't matter. Make the most make the most of your time, right? Exactly, yep. Corbin and Mello face off on Tuesday night NXT. I thought it was a tremendous promo with both of them back and forth. Felt totally different from him and Braun. Oh, of course. Totally different. So course. different. And to me, Corbin's been knocking out of the park since he's been down there. Oh, 1,000%. Like, mm-hmm. everything they said to each other is what you would say to somebody in real life. And when and when Melo wanted to go through the the tried-and-true wrestling promo hits, Corbin stopped him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're going to say. He B-rabbit him. Ah, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> know exactly what you're going to say. Happy Corbin, yeah, bring it up. Guess what Happy Corbin did? Bought me a $1.8 million house. Like, they just hit all the right notes. Mm-hmm. And then the finish to it was even better because the baby face didn't get the last word. Corbin stopped him again. <laughs> School's over. Session ended. Lesson learned. Drop the mic, walk out. Like, I absolutely love that yeah. from them, too. Just and a good promo. Didn't have to touch or anything. Yeah, it made me want to, like, I'm invested in their match now this coming week. Chris didn't watch. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch NXT at all, so. He'll yeah, go back and rewatch the Ray Mysterio stuff because Ray got out of time, so that'll make him smile. But heaven forbid <laughs> I saw, he I saw that last night. Heaven forbid he gives praise to Baron Corbin at all. It won't ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, Corbin and Mello, perfect. Longer face-to-face segment. I thought it was Mello's best promo as a babyface champ. And, Jay, I couldn't agree with you more. Corbin in NXT right now, absolutely hitting it out the park. Yeah, doing his job. Doing his job mm-hmm. to the best yes. of his ability, 1,000%, which he yes, has man. done literally with everything they've given him. Mm-hmm. Like, everything. Bum-ass Corbin, tremendous. Happy Corbin, tremendous. If you look at what the character was supposed to be. And now he's down there calling it, you know, putting people on blast and telling it like it is. 
keep it rolling. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. The next promo, Juice Robinson. It was a it was a Twitter AEW social media exclusive. Are you doing a Mount Rushmore of just promos this week? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, I am. Jesus, how long is this segment going on for? I going to wrap it up real soon. But it, but the reason why I'm doing it is because it, like, it literally stood out to me this week looking at all these different promos and people talking. Like, doesn't matter if it's one minute. If it's 40 seconds, if it's a seven minute segment, like if you maximize your time and make the most out of it on the microphone, you're going to get over. Say what you will about Juice Robinson and whether or not you like him or don't like him. He cut a promo on CM Punk afterwards that I thought was one of the most hilarious promos I've ever heard in my life. He's like, no, 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 Punk. Why you want to put me to sleep? I'm well rested. I got eight hours. You see any bags under these eyes? I was like, this is, this is tremendous. <laughs> like calling them out and doing their thing. Like it made me enjoy. Like okay, now I want to see. I want to see you guys go at it with the with this eight man tag. And if Punk is just gonna have six man, eight man, ten man tags, so he doesn't have to wrestle because his body will break down on him, then okay, that's fine. Get him out. So Juice Robinson was another one. And then Athena on ROH. Um, her and Kiara Hogan had a tremendous Chicago street fight. Um, it was brutal. It was vicious. Both ladies showed up and showed out. And then Athena afterwards cuts the promo, walks in the back. Like, yo, where, where's my flowers? Where, where's, you know, where's my champagne? Where's everybody at thanking me, looking at what I've done? Nobody wants to come out here and support me? All right. Well, guess what? I run this division. It's my division. And if you don't like it, step up or step out. And I'm like, Phew. enough said. She's been on a tear in ring wise and on the microphone. So. Shout out to promos this week because I was way more invested in people talking on the microphone than in in between the ropes, and there was some good matches this week. So there, Chris, I wrapped it up for you. Okay, <laughs> and you had four. Did his own not I did have four. If I'm picking one, if I'm like, picking one, I got. I'm taking all the time this week. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm picking one, I'm going Melo and Corbin for my for Mount Rushmore this week because that segment was just perfectly put together, perfectly done, um, and got me invested for the title match. So, oh jeez, oh man, <laughs> just doing their own thing over there. Yo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we're gonna listen. If if Dana White can sponsor Mark Zuckerberg versus Elon Musk in a cage match, the Dumb Marsh podcast is going to sponsor Taekwon versus Pro <laughs> in a podcasting celebrity death match. Here I am, stuck on a John B comment. Long past that. Long past that. All right, Forbidden Door. Let's get into it. Break it down. We won't spend a lot of time on everything, but let's run through it because it's going to be a 17-hour show tomorrow night. I don't know how they're going to fit this in between 8 and midnight with all these damn matches listed. Uh, so we, got, we know we got, like... We got one pre-show match scheduled right now. I'm sure that'll probably change. Athena. 
Athena. Yeah, That's so. Athena and Sushidora. Yeah. You'll probably ask for more. <laughs> uh, Athena and Billy Starks. Athena, uh, uh, I got Athena. 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 I'm going to lose Athena. that. So right now, that's the only pre-show match. I'm sure that might get added on. There might be some more. There's usually at least, like, what, two or three. So uh, so getting on the main card. Oh, we'll start off with this one. This one was just added on Wednesday. Adam Cole versus Tom Lawler. It was added last night, not Wednesday. You don't watch the shows. Oh, then I must have read it online. That's whenever I added it. It was on Wednesday. Um. I don't care about this match. I don't like Tom Lawler. I'm not a Tom Lawler fan. He's never done anything for me. So we can skip this. Adam Cole. This could be a rampage match for all I care. I don't know who Tom Lawler was. Uh, Adam Cole. You're perfectly fine doing that, so. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on. Pause real quick. They They announced Cole versus Lawler on Wednesday. What was Rampage? Film on Wednesday. Did they yeah, add it, it on? I don't remember. Did they did they announce it on it the show Wednesday night. or was it? No, it wasn't on Wednesday's show. I'm not talking about what you saw live there, pro on Wednesday. It was officially announced last night. Segment <laughs> 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 was last night on Rampage, pro. It was Wednesday. All right, we'll get to a title match here. AEW International, Orange Cassidy, Zack Sabre Jr., Shibata, and Daniel Garcia. I get why uh, they're having this match. At the same time, I hate this match. Why? Because I would have much rather have it have seen Cassidy versus Sabre in a singles and Shibata versus Garcia in a singles. I don't need the four-way. I get it. You're putting these people on the card to have them on the card, which is this. This is what this show is for. It's a spectacle. You want to get, no. you know, the most people on there in the most convenient ways possible. And this does tie in the Orange Cassidy's defense and how he has to overcome challenges and everything else. But I would have much rather have seen Cassidy and Sabre one on one because I think that could have been a match of the year contender and would have shocked a so lot of people. And Garcia's been chasing down Shibata for the ROH pure title. So maybe you set that up for for ROH's pay-per-view in July. But, yeah, I, you know. Will this be good? Yeah. Do I want to see Shibata in a four-way with all the craziness that can happen and moves and everything else? No, I don't. Just from, like, a you know, injury standpoint. But... Unlike you, I, and just I, need, I need to see Shibata protected in these matches. Yeah. You know, just like I'm not ready for him to go balls to the wall. Don't ever need to see that again from him. And no. I don't think that this four way shines the best light on these four people. Like, I disagree me, with you on that. These aren't the four people that I want to see in a multi person match. Saber's not that type of fighter. Yeah, they're not that like Saber, Shibata, they're not those type of wrestlers. To me, for me, this is my sleeper. Could be match of the night. No, I, this is one of the ones I'm most looking forward to seeing. Yeah, this is one of the ones that I was let down by the most when they announced it. So opposite ends of the spectrum. Like we said, everything's not for everybody. So we'll see who's right. 
whether Chris is right or I'm right. We'll see. Cassidy retains. Oh, yeah, I got yeah, Cass- not, I got Cassidy. I'm not expecting a change here. All right, you good, man? This one isn't completed. We're supposed to find out who the partner is tonight on Collision, but we got Lay Suzuki Gods versus Sting, Darby Allen, and whoever their mystery partner is. I First pass off, on this match. First off, Lay Suzuki Gods is a great tag team name. Second off, the cameraman that missed Minoru Suzuki posing with Chris Jericho on Wednesday night needs fired yeah. immediately. How do you screw that shot up? I will never know. You pay, you cut right to Sammy Guevara's face mm. showing the disappointment of the pose, and you missed the pose. And it's Minoru Suzuki, so I'm going to be invested because I absolutely love Grandpa Death. Um, Sting Darby and whoever their mystery opponent is will win. <clears throat> and we'll get maybe the tease towards Jericho and Sammy splitting. Oh, not FYI, interested in seeing. FYI, I do not need Sting and Jericho in a singles match in 2023. I don't need it. No. Yeah. Not, that's the whole thing. I don't care about the match. I'm not interested in Jericho and Sting. You're going to get it, though. And war, I'm, I'm playing Warriors and Baseball Fury with each other, swinging bats like Samurai Swords. Don't care. It's coming. All in. It's happening. Pause. It's coming. All in. It's happening. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we'll go into a match. I know we're not interested in either CM Punk versus Kojima. Next, they put Punk. this on just so Punk would be on the pay per view. Yep, again, you're Can't not giving me Punk versus Kenta, and this is no slight at Kojima because I like Kojima, but I don't. All right, Punk's not gonna lose. He out Hogan, Hogan, yeah. as Donald said. So, brother, brother, brother. <laughs> yeah, no. I pass on all punk talk. So next, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. We got Blackpool Combat Club versus Kingston, Ishii, and the Elite. This is one of the the, the least sensical matches I've ever seen put together. It's ridiculous. Again, everybody on the card for everybody to be on the card. And I get why you have to do the the little swerve with this because Danielson is out against Okada and everything else. And when they first said it, I'm like, wait a second, Danielson's going to pull double duty. He's going to wrestle this match and then he's going to wrestle Okada. Like he's really taking that best in the world to to new heights there. Um, Yeah, I don't care about this match. I I don't. This is just going to be a clusterfuck for clusterfuck's sake. The only thing I know about this match is uh, Yuta's going to take the pin. Because that's what he does. <laughs> He's the only one who's getting his ass whooped and everything now. You had a good two nights uh, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Not anymore. Got the Rainmaker on Wednesday and take the pin on Sunday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, to me, is just a, a typical New Japan match. You know, like, you get, like, those big yeah. clusterfuck matches at the beginning of the card mm-hmm. and everything. That's what I'm expecting with this. So, Do you, would, you open the sh- but. would you open the show with this match so the, the Bucks and, and Hangman can leave? I don't want the Owen Hart. That's less less that's less meaningful. Yeah, but you got to get the crowd's attention. I don't know. Hulk. You got you got, Mox Hogan, you got Mox Hogan in this match, so I mean, <laughs> he's he's not going to give it up either. So 
This is closing the show. <laughs> they did announce a main event already. We'll see if it happens. They did announce that. I'm going with Elite. Elite. I'll go Blackpool. Just because I said you're taking the pin. I said you're taking the pin. They're going to continue this on. So yeah. I mean, Kingston can take the pin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll get into another title match. We got the AW Women's World Championship: Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale, and Willow is the current New Japan Strong Women's Champion. Pull the trigger. So th- was this the wanna... was this the Mercedes Monet spot? Possibly, because there was rumors that she had talks with Tony Khan about yeah. coming in for this potentially, and that you know she was supposed to win the strong title. Um, I mean, this to me this this is a you know rampage collision dynamite match. Like we've seen, they've been tied to each other throughout the originals versus the outcast mm-hmm. story. So, you know, I think I would have been, I would have been more excited about it if they would have made it for the new Japan women's strong title instead of for the AEW women's title, because I know Tony's not dropping his belt. So you, you take in the <laughs> suspense of disbelief out of me already, but I love Willow. So I'll watch because she's tremendous. Yeah. If they really wanted like this, you know, Forbidden Door to be fantasy book, and I think they should have had uh, Kyrie Sane come in and fight Tony. Somebody who, you know, the well, it, Stardom has a show the same night. Yeah, okay. and Tony said that's the reason why Stardom couldn't be used on this show. Yeah, gotcha. So that that that's why. Know that. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. Something to to work on for next year if they do it. But Tony, Tony's retaining. We don't need to ask Jason. We know what his vote's for. He's never not voting for. He's never not voting for milk. So. Damn. I'm going to go Tony. Of course. Around the horse. (laughs) You should pull the trigger on Willow, but put it on Tony. I'll keep it on Tony. So. Damn, bro. All right, we'll go to the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, Sonata versus Jungle Boy. And I've been enjoying the back and forth between these two on this. So I didn't watch Rampage last night, so I I I, I caught I uh, I caught the the little Twitter snippet of Sonata coming out. Rumor has it they want to turn Jungle Boy Hill. I don't know why you would want to take your most yeah. one of your most beloved and over baby faces and make him a heel just to make him a heel because I don't know what you're gonna yeah. get out of Jungle Boy as a yeah. heel. Like you know, two men are slowly turning too. But it's like how are you gonna turn him heel when you got Luchasaurus and Christian? I, I was thinking that the other day, Jason. It's like, so what are you gonna do? Just put him back together with them? Well, hey, Rios. here, listen. This is what I thought of. Sammy's slowly becoming a baby face. Him and Ty are pregnant. They're having a baby. That puts him over even more. She just throw Jungle Boy with Anna Jay and put them out on screen and have them kiss and make out. And that'll be, he'll be Sammy Guevara 2.0. Yeah. And now there will be your heel turn. Jungle Boy can come out with the Jericho Appreciation Society with Anna JAS and be her lackey. Your Jericho kick out Sammy and bring in Jungle Boy. 
No. There you go. There you go. No. Not, no. He wants to be a sports entertainer, not a pro wrestler. No. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was a huge movie star and he entertained the masses. It's about time I start entertaining people too. Promo print. Oh, that's there perfect. That's perfect. He no. always comes out in the leather jacket anyway, so it makes sense. That's it? perfect. And you can have Cornette Tony, you? and Tony Khan can buy the theme rights to 90210, and that could be his new entrance theme when he's a hero. <laughs> You I went just too, booked you went way, you went way too far on no. that. You went way too far on that. <laughs> I booked Jimmy with Hill the shark on that last better than, That's better than there anything goes. AEW is going to do. No. Beverly Hills 90210 theme song coming out to Anna JAS and cutting a promo that my father entertained the masses as a mega TV slash movie star. So mm-hmm. it's about time I entertain people too. I was with Booker, you until you did the Booker of the Year right here. I was with you until the theme music, and then I just changed the channel. What's a bigger heel move than coming out to Beverly Hills 90210's theme song? He said, My dad played a bad boy in um, Beverly Hills 90210. I take everybody's girl. That's me. And have him put the little slit in the eyebrow like Dylan McKay. I'm Jack Perry. Yeah. Or I'll call him Jack McKay. You got to use his dad's character name. Yep, Jack McKay. There you go. I think Cornette called Jericho over Sapper. Said, put him with Jericho and it's just sap all your potential. <laughs> so, don't. Hey, I call Cornette that the same thing on the rest. Think of every feud we had with Jericho so far. You're over it. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah, put I, John I, don't I, it, I think the only one with Jericho that I really enjoyed, where I felt like somebody came out better on the other end, was Orange Cassidy. And even though the Mimosa match was was the shits, I feel like that Mimosas really. Good, yeah, Mimosas were delicious. Um, but yeah, there we go. It's just book Jungle Boys Hill turn. Tony Khan, thank you. You can cut a check and send it to me here at, at Dunmark's pod. I'll take Venmo, PayPal, no, no Bitcoin because that's tanking, whatever you want to send me. But it, you know, you're welcome. Sonata winning. Sonata. Sonata. Sonata came out this week saying he's never seen a Jungle Boy match, and then Jungle Boy did the same thing. He goes, that's fine. He goes, I've never seen a Sonata match. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move into AEW World Championship, MJF versus Tanahashi. I want Tanahashi to win this match so bad. Right. I want so Tanahashi much. to win last year at this time. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. But he couldn't. He was going up against a Hogan. So, <laughs> it's like Tanahashi came out this week. He goes, I got, I got a list. He goes, I got like five people that I want to wrestle if, whenever I become AEW World Champion. It's like I'd watch all those matches. I'm really looking forward to him and Swerve tonight. Like I, for some reason, I just feel like that match is is going to steal the show. Um, if they're given some decent time, I don't know how much they'll be given, but it's a two hour show. So you, I think you would, you know, spotlight those two in a match, multiple segment match tonight, but we'll see uh, MJF in, in some sort of shenanigan way that MJF does. Yeah. I don't know if Tanahashi's yeah. feuding with anybody right now for them to come in or do anything, but MJF, yeah. MJF, MJF. United States Championship, Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay, the rematch from uh, Wrestle Kingdom this year. I thought this was going to main event. I thought so, too, especially being in Canada. 
Yeah. yeah. Toronto, Canada rematch for the belt. I thought for sure this was going to main event. Um, this to me, you know, coin flip between this and then the main event as far as match of the night in my book. Um, mm-hmm. I love Will Ospreay. I like it just something uh, to me. Just every time he's in the ring, I'm just completely invested. Um, and then you look at the matches that he's had over the last year plus, you know, Omega in the Tokyo Dome, him and Cassidy, um, like he's he's on a different level. He doesn't know how much longer he'll do it. He said it himself based on the style that he wrestles. So um, give him the belt back. Let him take it back to New Japan, you know, and then go on a run and, and main event Tokyo Dome come January. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> oh, I will say, I will say, if you have not listened to Don Callis on the Chris Jericho podcast Mm-mm. last last week, last Wednesdays, it is one of the best hour listens ever. Don Callis literally goes the entire show cutting one big long promo on Kenny Omega. <laughs> I'll check that out. I got something to listen to. It is hilarious. And he (laughs) slips in the word. We can't bleep this out because we're live. So I don't want to say it because I don't want to get canceled. These are not my words. I did not say this, right? (laughs) Well, guys, nice knowing you. (laughs) 200 episodes. We did good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just go listen to it. Okay. Just go listen to it. I was literally like, there were, there were, Two or three moments as I was driving where I was literally in tears based off what Don said. And like, I'm glad nobody was around me because I, I might have caused an accident. Like, just <laughs> tremendous stuff from him and Takeshita on that episode. It was great. It's great. Don Callis being Don Callis 100%. So we'll see how he gets involved tonight. Um, he's looking to expand his family. He offered his his personal military Canadian security to Osprey, which I thought was tremendous. I'm like, this is hilarious. But yeah, Osprey for the win. Kick Omega down a couple notches. Same here. Osprey for the win. Yeah, Osprey title back. What's Omega done with the championship? They haven't even had him on New Japan. You know, it's like, so what was the point? Like, I hate when they do this with titles. Like. When you're just champion to be champion, and for this length, so I, I'd rather see it go back to Osprey. Yeah. So that takes us to the main event that's at least scheduled right now: Danielson versus the Rainmaker Okada. So I saw yesterday the reason why Danielson hasn't wrestled since Anarchy in the Arena, and really didn't wrestle leading up to Anarchy in the Arena is because he is banged up. Um with various injuries. So a couple spots had to be changed in that anarchy in the arena match because of his limitations. Um, I'm hoping we get the best version of this match because this really is a generation versus generation match. Mm-hmm. And I think when they announced for Door last year, a lot of people immediately went to Danielson versus Okada. I, I, I said Danielson versus Zack Zaber Jr. Um, was was my pick for last year's Forbidden Door before all the injuries happened. But this is by far the the most 
interested that I am in a match in a really long time with no story, no build. There you go, pro. No story, no build. <laughs> Just the match for match's sake. But no, this is, I mean, fantasy booking 101. If you're if you're gonna do it, why not have these two go at it? So I love the the video that they threw on at Dominion too to hype this match. You know, with Danielson in the desert and everything. I mean, that's just yeah. that's just a typical New Japan style like promo yes, video. And, and it was such a great oh, line too. If you're in the desert, there's no rain. I was like, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely, this is one of the ones. No surprise that I'm looking forward to a Brian Danielson match, but. Or Okada match. So now I know we have you know eight to midnight pause. Um, is is what this show is going to go for? How much time do you give this main event with these two? How much time you you got to give it a, a, at minimum? You got to go at least twenty five minutes, right? I was going to say minimum half yeah. hour. Yeah, it could go forty five. <laughs> I'll go entrances with entrances. Everything forty five. Oh wow, that's a lot. You figure Omega Osprey is going to get a lot of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that could always cut back too, depending on if any of these matches go over, which possibly could. I mean, yeah. If you do anything less of, if you do anything less than twenty, you're doing a disservice to to this match. Less than twenty-five is bad. Yeah, I mean, me. they're going to take fifteen just to get you set up to start getting you <laughs> enticed and hooked in. Like, yeah. that first act is going to go fifteen minutes, let alone by act three. Like, yeah, I would say at least thirty minutes. I need to call his interest to be grand. <laughs> grand. You want, you yeah, but I know it's you want the, the dollar bills fall, falling down and everything. Huh? Yeah, but I know it's not Wrestle Kingdom, so. <laughs> I mean, they're in Canada. They can drop a whole bunch of loonies and toonies on the crowd. Kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I'll be in Canada next month. I'll be out there with my loonies and toonies. I like them both. I, I it's hard to pick. It is. It, it really is. Draw. I'll go for Okada because they gave uh, then they gave all the New Japan people last year. You know, all L. So, <laughs> got to give them one somewhere. Who won the? Oh, Hangman won the four way last year, right? That was the Adam Cole was, injured match. Yeah. Concussion match. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. I don't. <sighs> I'm happy either way. So. <clears throat> Who? I mean, neither guy can be hurt by a loss here. No. I don't know. On. Like this match, I'm literally just a fan of pro yeah. wrestling at this yeah. point for this match. Like I'm gonna be invested. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch. I expect them two to tear the house down, and whoever comes out on top comes out on top. 
as long as we get a true one-on-one match yeah no shenanigans i don't need no shenanigans in this match if you do you but you know that's not gonna happen you do not need BCC out there. Danielson's in the match. Mox Hogan's got to get his time to shine again in the main event and do another brawl. <laughs> again. And, again. <laughs> it's just what's going to have to happen. Bring CA Punk out there one more time. I mean, and at least the thing right now, it's like there's not a whole lot going on in New Japan after this because they'll start getting to the G1 Climax now and doing that tournament. So it's like... There's no event to build for another rematch for that, unless they're going to hype for a rematch at All In, if they're going to be using some new Japan talent there. I mean, eventually you're going to have to get some of these rematches at the Tokyo Dome, right? That would be nice. I wanted this year, you know, Wrestle Kingdom, instead of doing multiple nights, I wanted to see them do a Forbidden Door over in Japan this year. I won't mind seeing them doing that again next year either. These two. <laughs> I don't care about this. This is the greatest. <laughs> you responded at a steak and shake is hilarious. I don't care about this match. I'm just trying to gather myself from the poor homie Quanqua. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, he uh, flipped the rich uh, homie Quan and called him poor homie Quan. Poor homie Quan. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that I don't care if I mean, you can, it don't matter to me. I just want to see a, a, yeah. a great generational match. Yeah. And, and, I, I, and, and I know the WWE stands will be like, oh, well, it's not it's not as big as Rock Hogan. Uh, it's not as big as Rock Hogan. Uh, it's like, yo, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so Carter Danielson, the match is fucking big. Pause. <laughs> big as Rock Hogan. Uh, WrestleMania 18, Rock Hogan. Uh. <laughs> fucking WWE marks. Jason. <laughs> Me and New Japan, I show up for food, so somebody tweeted out what what do you bring to a cookout? And I and I immediately thought of Jason and I re- and I tweeted back myself. <laughs> Chicken tenders. <laughs> a to go but a to go plate. Uh, <laughs> That's it. That's all I got for Forbidden Door. Anybody got anything else? That's it for Forbidden show, Door. Like waking up for work Monday morning is gonna suck. Yeah. These I wish they would go back. Hour pay per views, especially for. Sunday. That's the thing that sucks about Collision being on Saturdays now. Just like they're not. They don't have to do yeah. it every Saturday. It could be their heat. You know, that's mm-hmm. their zero hour, but. Oh, we'll see. But you could do it like almost in. like collision could be like the UFC prelims. You got two hours before the show, and then just do a three-hour pay-per-view instead of doing a four-plus-hour pay-per-view. <laughs> All right, Jason, we got a game this week, right? Yep. There you go. 
Okay, this is along the lines of word association, but we're going to associate the wrestler with a move. So I just put like the most basic move, not basic move, like the, the basic name of a move. And I want you to give me which wrestler you associate it with. So say if I were to put Cutter, you can associate it with DDP. You can associate with Stone Cold. You can associate it with uh, Randy Orton. Okay. Go. Pick it off. <clears throat> Goldberg. 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 Yeah, I guess Goldberg. (laughs) (laughs) Jake the Snake. Jake Roberts. Randy Orton. Um, Tommy Dreamer. Randy Orton for the DDT? Off the ropes. The one on the ropes. Yeah. Choke slam. Big show. Big show. Undertaker. Kane. A little variety there. Go. Lariat. JBL. Or Stan Hansen. I think uh I think JBL or Bradshaw whenever because he used that for how many years? Jeez. Yeah. JBL. Super kick. Shawn Michaels. H- yeah, HBK. Young Bucks. <laughs> Young Bucks. Frog Splash. RVD. Montez Ford. RVD. D-Lo. No, Eddie. Mm. D-Lo with a tremendous I... frog splash. <laughs> he did. One of the more underrated frog splashes. <laughs> Nobody with picked Eddie Guerrero. That's the one I thought everybody would. I thought everybody would agree on that one. With the vest, with the vest. Yep. <laughs> Gotta have the vest with D'Lo. Canadian Destroyer. Petey Williams. AEW. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Gotta go, Petey. Everybody. And the power bomb. Batista. Batista. Sid. Diesel. Ooh. Mm, nice. That's good. That's a that's a nice call. That was the last, that was the last one. Yeah. I like that. No leg drop. Poop with Kevin Nash. Get out the comment. I was gonna play big boot. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was trying to figure out the word for whatever the sharpshooter is, but Scorpion. what's the generic version of that? Scorpion Deathlock. That was Sting. That yeah. That's Sting. I don't know if there is a generic for. There's no generic. I don't know. I thought you would have went like, like, armbar. Drop to a whole takedown. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones that like would have multiple people. Sleeper hold. Uh, DB off. I don't want to put figure four because that's automatically associated the rig. I was trying to stay away from like people's name finishers that's equated yeah. to like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That Sid with the power bomb was that was a good call, Donald. 
Yeah. My favorite Powerball was him when he destroyed Shawn Michaels with it. Yeah. Loved it. I just remember him when War Games fucking throwing what's his face up under the, the ceiling of the cage trying to do the Powerbomb. <laughs> um, who was it? I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't even remember that one. Yeah. That might be a throwback to go back and watch. All right. That's the show. Yeah. Busy week. Mount Rushmore Pro Wrestling. Hit us up on social media. Let us know what we got right, what we got wrong. Forbidden Door 2 tomorrow night. Tune in. As Pro says, we're we're just going to hate watch the show, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, congrats to us, 200th episode. Let's keep it going. Well deserved. Keep climbing that ladder. Um, any plugs we want to get in? Hit us. us. Make sure you go head over on to Spotify. Listen to the show every every week on Spotify. We appreciate you tuning in here every week, but listen to us on Spotify. Help get those listens up, and maybe you can help support your boys get some money. Ty Corn pull one real quick. I want to see Fireman what you guys. Three. I don't know. It just seems like a Canadian wrestler. Pick one. <laughs> Somebody technical. Basic yeah. move. Roll up. Mr. Perfect? Kurt Angle. You did a fireman scary? Kurt Angle. Fireman scary. <laughs> I thought Edge for Spear for some reason. I don't know why that just popped into my head. Like, it's... Yeah. 20-some years of using it. Was it this week, did you 25 see the, years? Did you see the little uh, word association they put out there with him for 25 years? They did the same thing. I'm sure that's where Jason got this homework assignment from. <laughs> no. No, this is exactly where you got it from because it was the exact same no. thing. You think I watched a video about Edge? Gave, <laughs> I take time gave, out of my day to watch a video about Edge. They gave Edge a wrestler. No. They gave Edge a wrestler no. and he had to give one word associated with it. This is exactly the game that you just did. Have we just played word association like the past few games? <laughs> oh, so you took that. You took, you just, it's in the repertoire. It's, it's, it's part of the game. Word association, right? You just redid. It's one of the games. Yeah, one of the games. I got to pick one of the games. <laughs> I don't remember word association being one of the original no, no. games. I think that was one Chris just made up. Now if I pick what if, you're going to be like, you just copying homework. You picking a what if. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be original when I come on the show. God damn. <laughs> I got to make up a new game. <laughs> Well, we are a dysfunctional family right now. We're not in, you know, we're not in the heart as it, as it is on your shirt right now. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, but that's it. Head on pro wrestling tees, dumb marks, pause. <laughs> <Awesome merch. laughs> like, well, if you only knew my other half. <laughs> I get invited to more coke house than Jason does. Ask Jason where he's going after this. <laughs> That's why you got the fit us for reunion shirt. Yeah. I thought that was I thought that was your your ripoff version of the new Pittsburgh Pirate City jerseys that are absolutely terrible. But no, that's for another conversation for another day. So. All right, thanks for tuning in. Not worth the conversation. Episode one forty one of Dunmark's podcast. 
again, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Hit us up on social media everywhere at Dumb Marks Pod. And a little positivity quote to get into the week for you. The struggle you are facing is a test to see if you are truly committed to the life you say you want. The struggle you are facing is a test to see if you are truly committed to the life you say you want. So with that, I'm a Mark, you're a Mark, tell a Mark. And until next time, y'all can catch us around the way.